Welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast, everybody. Welcome back. I'm glad to be back. Another powerful Monday. It's the third week of August, and we have some very powerful things to share with you today. Just want to welcome everyone back, especially our new listeners over the weekend. Thank you so much for listening all over the world. Um, We had lots of activity over the weekend, and I'm just so grateful that people are willing and eager to go into another dimension in God, find out the depths of God, the Spirit searching all things, including those deep things. I'm glad that people are sharing in the revelation that God has delivered to this outlet. I'm very, very thankful for all the listeners, especially Jessica. I want to send a special shout out to you from over the weekend. Um, Your Instagram comment was very, very, very powerful and very encouraging, as well as um, the pastor in Alexander City, Alabama. Thank you so much for being so encouraging. Um, The bishop there in Alabama, excuse me. You've been very, very helpful over the past week in sharing the encouragement um, and your enjoyment of the podcast. So thank you, everyone, for listening. I see that we also had um, lots of activity in Africa as well and Quebec, Canada as well. So thank you to listeners from all over the globe. Continue to listen, continue to share. So we're going to discuss some very powerful things today. I am excited to say the least. I'm decreeing that August is going to be a month of power. It's going to be a very powerful and pivotal time as we get closer to the end of the year. God wants us to thrust out and press out the oil that the anointing would flow in our lives in a very powerful in a very succinct way. So I'm here just to deliver revelation. I got some, so many things. I mean, it's just, I'm overflowing with revelation. I'm overflowing with prophetic unction. I'm overflowing with the word of the Lord today. So without further ado, let's just get started. I hope that everyone had a great weekend. My weekend was blessed. Also spent time with Apostle Zanetta last night. She cooked this dinner um, for my daughter who will be going back to Alaska next week to attend um, the university. It's her last year of school. She will be a senior in college this week, uh, this year. So I can't believe that. I'm so excited for what God is doing in her life, how she's come this far. Um, very strong track athlete, very strong musician. Her music um, career is taking off as well as her um, academic career. So in all facets of life, God has his hand on her and God is blessing her. And we continue to keep her covered in prayer in the name of Jesus, that she would also continue to operate in the dimension of greatness and see the power of the Lord be made manifest in her life. So this is the last podcast this Monday before you leave for school, Ty. Make sure you listen to this when you get to Alaska, okay? It's going to take you into a dimension of greatness. So let's just jump right on in. First, we're going to give God some thanks for seeing another week, for just seeing another day, for the potential still being there to do great and powerful things. The potential is very important. We take the potential for granted. There are potentials in God. Oh, I'm going to break it down today. It's going to be a a very, very good episode, a very, very enlightening, eye-opening episode today. Don't forsake the potential. Don't forsake the opportunity to have expectation, to expect greatness in God. The expectation alone is a quickening 
agent to get you into a greater understanding of who you were called to be. He even told Jeremiah before I formed you, I knew thee, I ordained you before. So even before God does things in our lives, he has a plan. He's prepared us for powerful attributes, for powerful monuments, for powerful manifestations. Those things are ordained before the foundations of the earth. And today we're going to talk about those foundations. We're going to talk about the above anointing, the exceeding abundantly above anointing. Ooh, it's going to be good today. So let's just thank God for helping us to pursue the greatness in him, pursue him. His presence is more than anything. It's more than everything. We cannot compare his presence and his word to anything that's ever existed because it is the most powerful force that we've ever experienced and will ever experience or that will ever exist. Saith the Lord, God says to pull on my power and I will yield you into a place of promise. God says, pull on my power and I will drive you into a place of fulfillment. The Lord is even saying to pull on the virtues from on high. God says, pull them down, even the strongholds, pull them down unto yourself, saith the Lord, for in this time and in this season, I will make myself known in your life, saith the Lord. So thank you, Jesus, for giving us a purpose to build something greater in ourselves. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us power to take dominion and territories. We even thank you today for giving us power and principles that the plan would be fulfilled and that goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. How many people know that there's a system to fulfilling the work of the Lord? There's a system to fulfilling the greatness in God. Even goodness and mercy following you all the days of our lives is a very beautiful mystery. It's a very um, it's a very, uh, I don't want to say a, a close anointing. It, it's more of an anointing of promise. The promises of the Lord are yea and amen. And how many know that we say amen in church when we're in the presence of God, when we're reading the word, when we're in fellowship. So that goodness and mercy comes directly from communing with him, fellowship. He says that if we draw nigh to him, he will draw nigh to us. So I just want to thank everybody for doing that, for being obedient to the Lord, that we can all come together in a spirit of unity to fulfill a great end time work for the kingdom of God. Let's not take any more time. We're going to get into the song of the week. The song of the week this week, something I never heard before until this week, um, was Show Me Your Face by Paul Wilburn. Of course, I've heard different versions, but this particular version was more than anointed. It was such a glorious time of communion, such a glorious time of fellowship. This is where the Lord began to deal with me about goodness and mercy following us all the days of our lives. He's saying for God to show himself. He's saying for God to reveal himself. The only way God can show himself, the only way God can reveal himself is through communion. You must commune with the Lord. You must fellowship with him. This is how the power is shown. He then says to show me your face. Then he says your power and your, ooh, your power and your grace. Oh my God, we're going to get into some powerful revelations today. How many people know that the power is not the grace? The grace is not the power. The power is the force. The power is the ability, but to fulfill and call those, cause those powers to be successful, the grace of the Lord must be smeared upon everything that we do. We're just mere humans. But when the grace of the Lord connects with us, communes with us and fellowships with us, that's how great and mighty things are fulfilled in our lives in the name of Jesus. So last week, just to recap very briefly, we talked about dominion being power, dominion being power. God revealed to me a very powerful revelation concerning um, Ephesians 3 and 20 that says, um, now 
unto him that's able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask or think according to the power that worketh within us. I've taught multiple weeks about according to always means this is a supreme rule. This is the highest ranking. Nothing can trump this promise. Nothing can trump this mystery. Nothing can trump this word. So according to means that's it and that's all. There's nothing that's going to change it. According to is the divine order. It's the apostolic rulership of God according to the power. So the according to means according to the apostolic ability that God has given you according to the power, the power in that phrase means ability. Then I talked about Ephesians six and 10. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. This power speaks directly to dominion. It means to pitch, to pull, to cast down away, to move. It's all about movement. It's all about positioning. It's all about territory. So God is showing me and showing us the people of God that in this season, there must be an ability meeting a direct place, meaning a direct territory for the people of God. You are gifted in this area, but you're not gifted. You're gifted in this ability, but you're not gifted in this area. And you're wondering why you're hitting a brick wall in your business. You're not making sales. No one's listening to you. No one's understanding you. No one's believing. And that's not because God hasn't placed his the rule of according to on that business. That's not because according to is not on that book. That's not because according to has not been released to that ministry. That's only because the position is not according to the promise. So pray and ask God, where should I be? Should I be in here? Should I be over here? Should I be in this city? Should I be in this town? Should I be speaking to these people? Should I be associating with these people? Should I do the business deal with them or should I choose them? I have that problem quite often when I, I have to make a decision, um, especially with the magazine, particularly, do I place them? I mean, the magazine is full of decisions. You have to make many, many decisions as CEO. You have to make many, many decisions as editor-in-chief who goes on page six who goes on page 66 who goes on page four or five i mean and it, it you have to really pray and ask god what would cause the the most beneficial placement in everything that we do we have to keep that prayer before the lord show us the tool power it's t-u-w-l t-u-w-l in hebrew it means tool it means i'm sorry in greek it means territory and dominion. So he was showing me that those two powers, according um, to the power that working within you is very different to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. This speaks to the dominion of his might. It speaks to the placement of his might. It speaks to the positioning of his might. Might has to be positioned. Might has to it has to be strategically placed. That's very, very important. Some people say the Lord, God, where are you? God, what's happening? God, God, God. And God is saying, I'm right here, but you're not here. I'm here in the place that I told you to be, but you're not here. So Ephesians 6 and 16 also says, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. I talked about above all being a whole, a completely different anointing. Above all is a totally different power. Above all is a very great promise. It's a very great strategy. This is the revelation of the word of God. It's the revelation of a very high glory in the Lord above all. It speaks for itself, taking the shield of faith. Now, 
I did much research even after the podcast last week about the shield of faith and the above all taking the shield of faith. And I found so many different glories. I mean, you're really going to have to go back and listen to last week's episode and study faith, study above all and how the two virtues come together. I mean, it's absolutely mind blowing. He says, above all, take the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. This is amazing. This is why fear is so dangerous. Fear is very dangerous because it connects you to the fiery darts of the wicked. How can you be on fire for the Lord and the fiery darts of the wicked are on your side? That cannot be the consuming fire of God must consume the fiery darts of the wicked. This happens through faith. So fear is very dangerous. It counteracts the blessing of God. It counteracts the purpose, the promises of God. We're going to talk about that in very, very, very much detail today. So fear is very dangerous. It refuses and rejects the purpose, the plans, the blessing, and the beauty and abundance that God has for our lives. We're going to talk about that beauty. We're going to talk about that abundance. We're going to talk about the many different splendors in the word of God that God wants us to access, but only through power. God has not given us a spirit of fear. He hasn't given us a spirit of fear. I'm going to talk about what that given means. God has actually given us power, love, and a sound mind. Those three things merged together have a very, very explosive manifested glory. The power, the love, and the sound mind. A couple weeks back, I talked about love being the number one promise for the fulfillment in your life. If you have love for the brothers and sisters of Christ, if you have love for the people, if you have love for the people of God, if you have love for God to see his will be performed on earth as it is in heaven, then God automatically steps in and he makes provision for you because God is love. So it's very important that we understand that's a triune glory. It's a Trinitarian glory, the power of the love and of the sound mind. They work together to cause great profusion, great manifestation in the realm of the earth. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. So there is no fear in love, but perfect love cast it out. Perfect love cast it out. So we have to understand that when we connect to the promises of God, the love of God, the purpose of God, that the spirit of fear will be driven out. Fear is not something that is optional. Fear is not an option. It is absolutely not part of the plan. No way, shape or form. It must be driven out. I tell people all the time, what will happen if you try? You'll only gain, you'll only learn. And so I'm very uh, opposed to people that operate in fear. I cannot stand a spirit of fear. I was never a scary cat even before the Lord. I just didn't have fear. But now I understand worldly fear. I understand kingdom fear. The kingdom fear has a very strong presence because it doesn't want the fulfillment of the kingdom of God to be revealed. That's why Jesus was crucified, but they didn't know what I'm about to share to you today, share with you today about the above all anointing, that the power of God rests above all hindrances, all territorial hindrances, all obstacles, all hurdles, that the ascension power and glory of God rests above all things that would cause us to be fearful in this time and this season. God is going to release a very dynamic anointing of faith, a very dynamic anointing to push through a very dynamic anointing to have love for the people of God, a very peaceful anointing, because that's where the royal anointing comes in. And when you have a royal anointing rest upon you, even from the tribe of Judah, even the the anointing and revelation of King David, it will bring a peaceful anointing to cause wealth, riches, honor, and glory to manifest in your life and business and ministry. We're going to talk about that today. We have very great things to share. 
So God is even saying last week, we talked about the elevation anointing. And um, when I talked about Colorado and that land being so cheap, it was very inexpensive to purchase land, even in very high elevations. No one wants it because they're afraid of that height. They're afraid of the seclusion. God is also saying in this season, don't be afraid to seek me in high places. Don't be afraid to seek me in an elevated posture because that's where you'll find seclusion. That's where you will sup with me. That's where we will sup together. And that's what I will reveal for you for you from the mountaintop, what must be done in the realm of the earth. The realm of the earth is not the realm of the spirit. The realm of the earth is not the realm of the kingdom. These are two very different placements, two very different positionings, two very different strategies in operation. So you must understand that God will give you a spiritual guidance, a spiritual revelation, spiritual notion for a particular goal or a particular objective, but we have to find the strategy in the realm of the earth to execute it. The things that I do every day, my company, my businesses, the way that I operate, no one else operates in that way. The thing that your friend does, you might not have that same grace. Remember I spoke of earlier, the grace and the power must come together. The grace on my life to have a strong business, um, a, a fierce business acumen is not the same as someone that has a very strong ministerial acumen. And so th these are two different things, but the grace will reveal where you should be positioned. The grace will reveal what you are to do because we all have an ability. I'm going to break it down very, very, very beautifully here in just a moment. So I don't want to do too much about last week. I really want to get into the word of the Lord for this week. It's very, very powerful. And we're going to turn on the power meter today. Today, we're going to turn on the power meter. We're going to gauge where you are. We're going to gauge where you should be. It's going to be very interesting to say the least. I just love, love, love revelations like this. So today we're turning on the power meter. There will be powers for strategies. There will be powers for success being revealed today. Mainly three dynamic virtuous strategies. I don't want to cover them all, even though the Lord has just given me a surplus of revelation, uh, a huge, huge supply of revelation that he's given unto me uh, for this week. I'm going to try to spread them out over the next couple weeks of August. I don't know. We might take the power edition even into the month of September, whatever the Lord would have me to do. That's what we're going to do. But right now there's so many things that I have to share. Second Timothy one and seven, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Remember that, but of power given in this phrase means to give one something to his own advantage, to grant, to furnish or supply. So God is giving us a spirit of power to his own advantage. Given in this phrase means to give one something to his own advantage. So God is saying, I'm going to give you the ability to do this. I'm going to give you the ability to do that. If you don't know what the abilities are, you have to start there with seeking First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then these things shall be added. So if you don't know what the ability is that you have, ooh, that's the first and most important part because we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. I don't want to get ahead of myself. So he's given unto us the spirit of fear, meaning he's granted, he's furnished, he's supplied. And let me add furthermore. The four books of the Bible, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians carry supernatural substances, supernatural forces. The entire, all of the word of God carries supernatural substances, but these are very elevated rights. These are very elevated principles. I mean, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians, this is where Paul was slaying 
spiritual giants just by the revelation of the word of God. So they carry much weight. And I advise anybody, you know, the number four means to build. I advise anybody to study Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. Um, I did that a, a while back, some years back. I did that for a few months. And when I tell you that there was such an effectual door open up to me in the realm of revelation, it is mind blowing. Just because that word is quick and powerful. It's sharper than any two edged sword. It will pierce and divide asunder soul and spirit. And so a lot of the times we're wrestling with the will of the Lord, the will of the spirit, the will of the Holy Ghost in our lives and the will of the soul. So we need the word of God to cut, cut, cut and dry to give us the understanding of what the will of the Lord is. So Paul was in a very dynamic posture in Ephesians, in Galatians, in Philippians, in Colossians, especially Colossians. Colossians has a very heavenly anointing. What do you mean a heavenly anointing? I mean that the heavens were opened up when he wrote Colossians. Colossians 1 and 10 says that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us to be meat partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Now we're talking about the power of God. We're talking about the power meter. Colossians 1 and 10 says that God has given us his glorious power to do what? To be delivered from the power of darkness. So there's always two presences wrestling against one another. There's the power of darkness. There's the power of his glorious light. So it's very important that we don't think that we can get through this faith walk, this Christian walk, this daily walk and routine with the Lord without having strategic powers for every aspect of our life. It's highly important. Power, power, power in the scripture, him giving us power, him giving us love, him giving us a sound mind. This power that he gives us speaks directly to ability. This speaks directly to your ability. Everything that God gives you has to grow. Everything is supposed to grow. He even cursed the fig tree because it wouldn't grow. So when God plants his spirit in you, when he bestows his presence upon you, everything that he gives you, he expects growth. He even told them in Matthew 25 and 15, um, he said that everyone was given five talents. One was given two. He said he gave them all talents. One he gave five. One he gave two. One he gave one to every man according to his several ability and straightway he took his journey. So Jesus is saying, I've left, but I've left you a great responsibility according to your ability. Remember, according to means this is the alpha and omega policy. Nothing trumps it. Nothing changes it. Nothing hinders it. If you do according to this law, it is a royal law. It is a prestigious order. It's a prestigious, prestigious, excuse me, apostolic order in the realm of the spirit. So God is saying he's given us several abilities. This is very important. I'm so glad that the Lord is sharing this in this time because he wants someone to know that everything you've been asking for, everything you've been praying and seeking for is within you. There's a power and a virtue in you. Remember we discussed last week, the power doesn't leave you, the virtue leaves. So the power is built up. The power is grown. The power is sustained. The power is everything needed to fulfill the, the word of of the Lord in your life and establish the kingdom of God in your life, but it must be administered through a vessel of 
virtue. And so the power stays with you. When Jesus died on the cross, he did not give away any power. He kept the power, but he released the Holy Spirit as a form of virtue to his children, to the people of God. Ooh, this is going to be so great. I hope that I have enough time to really get into it. Deuteronomy 28 and 13, the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Thou shalt be above only. Thou shalt be above only. Not, what does it say? Thou shalt be above only. And thou shalt not be beneath if thou shalt hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe to do them. Now, I found this scripture very interesting because we're talking about the above. We're talking about spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We're talking about the things above because why? Because God has been showing me that the power that you're missing is in a heavenly place. So it's not just so much to have the power. Once you gain the power, it has to be administered. Deuteronomy 8.18 says, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may, what? Establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. So you can have a lot of power. You can have a lot of strength. You can have a lot of might. I see it all the time. I know lots of people, uh, my daughter running track, I'll use them an example. A lot of her friends, they're, they're not, they don't run anymore. Um, they just chose not to compete anymore. And the power hasn't left their body. The ability hasn't left their body. They're still athletes, but the choice they make causes them not to become successful in the realm of track and field. They're going to put that ability to the side and try to focus on another ability. But if you don't choose the ability that God says would give you power to get wealth, then you will miss the mark, the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So this is very, very important. It's all about strategic success. There's strategies of success and fulfillment for everyone in God. Now, it's very important to also understand, just like Samson, power has to be prepared for. The Bible says that it may be established, that the covenant may be established, which he swore unto thy fathers. So there's a covenant of power established to our fathers, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Judah, all of the children of Israel, there were promises established. That's why we discussed the 12 tribes of Israel for the last, you know, four or five months to get you to understand that all of them were promised particular glories, particular virtues. Now we have uh, come into the understanding of these promises and we are also meet to be partakers. The word of God says we can also partake in these promises, but the power must be established. Power has to be prepared for before it's established. God will not, you will not wake up with power to move a mountain in in the morning you will not because the powers are measured what do you mean measured the bible says that he's dealt every man a measure meaning your measure is different than this one and this one but it still has to be planned what do you mean that's the process behind behind samson and the philistines it was all about preparation when samson was given all of that strength he was given specific instructions you cannot eat this you cannot drink this you cannot go here you cannot partake in these certain um activities. You have to be set apart as a Nazarite because this is the preparation to deliver my people. You have to walk according to this rule. This is also what the baptism of John is always is also about. John was baptizing. He was baptizing. He was preparing the way of the Lord. Power has to be prepared. So John is baptizing people. They asked John, who are you? Some said he was Elijah. Why? Because of the power that Elijah had. Elijah never 
baptize a single soul, but he was baptized in a system of anointing to call down rain. And then so John is now baptizing the people in the same river as Elijah, the river Jordan, so that Jesus can then send the rain in the power of the Holy Ghost. So God is saying, I'm going to give you an anointing. I'm going to give you an ability, but you're going to prepare for that power. You will tarry here until the release of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So like I said before, there's placement. So you have to tarry. There's a force, Acts 1 and 8. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You will be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost part of the earth. Now I'm not even gonna get into that revelation. You shall be a witness in Jerusalem. What is that? Peace and prosperity. You will be also a witness in Judea. What is that? Praise. That's also prosperity. That's also kingdom royal anointing. What about? In Samaria, you will also be a witness in Samaria. What is Samaria? Samaria is the land that Elijah dominated. So you also have an anointing to call down the rain. This is very powerful. God wants us to know about the virtues in him. Okay, so he says that in Acts chapter one and eight. Then there's also time management. The time allotment can be very powerful. Managing your time strategically, um, guiding your time and saying, okay, for two hours, I'm gonna look up this. I have a very, 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 very busy schedule. So I have to really pull on time. God operates in time. People think he doesn't, but God gives us time according to wisdom. He uses time as an instrument. Next week, we're going to be talking about instruments of virtue. The Bible says, behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, the promise of the father, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem. So you need to tarry in the mindset of peace and prosperity. That's what Jerusalem represents until ye be endowed with power. So right now you're in a place of promise. God has promised promised you this. He's told you this. You can see the potential. You have an expectation, but you need to be endowed with the power from on high, not necessarily the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the fire of God are very different than the power. The Bible says he will baptize you with power after the Holy Ghost. So the power and the Holy Ghost are two different things. The power is speaking in this passage directly to ability. It's very under in, important that we understand measurement, time, force. All of these things are different different virtues that release the power of God for us to be very successful. Second Corinthians four and seven, ye have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency, that the excellency, excuse me, of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body, the dying of our Lord, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. So the earthen vessel is the revelation of the power of God in the realm of the earth. This is very important. I'm not going to have time to finish it, but it's getting so good. Have a dimension of greatness this week. I want you guys to go back and study those scriptures. I want you to look at the greatness gym this week i want you to focus on power acronym that would be purpose that would be um the purpose that would observe works in the earth realm that is your power acronym and i want you to write down purpose 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 this week and focus on that that god would do exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask in jesus mighty name until next monday ladies and gentlemen have the power of god rest upon you Thank you.